So there are divine connections and there are divine encounters. But there's also demonic connections and demonic encounters. And we need to have the spiritual maturity to recognize what is transpiring in the moment. These are not everyday occurrences, but when it happens, can you recognize it? Both are done on purpose. This is what we're gonna discuss in today's episode. Make sure you stay with us. You were listening to Good Treasure Podcast Show with your Bible teacher, Darius Good. He is the senior pastor of Bible Gospel Center and founder of Good Treasure Ministries. He is the author of the books, Unlocking Godly Wisdom, Fear of the Lord, David, Man of War, and the children's book series, The Adventures of Rai Rai. For more information, visit the website at DariusGood.com. For more information regarding the church, visit the church's website at bgc.family. And now, here's your Bible teacher, Darius Good. Thank you for joining us on today. If you're listening by radio, thank you for tuning in. If you're listening by podcast, remember to hit that subscribe button. You can visit my website, DariusGood.com, to learn more about this podcast show, as well as my other podcast show, The Divorced Christian, which is a platform built for Christians who are divorced. Um, We also have information regarding my books. I have seven books in total that are available. We have Unlocking Godly Wisdom. We have The Fear of the Lord. And then I have my children's book series, which is The Adventures of Rai Rai. It's based on my youngest daughter, Riley. There's four books that are available. And there's also a comic book I put together called David, Man of War, that tells the story of David's life based on the King James version of that story. So visit my website today, DariusGood.com. And the church's website is bgc.family. On today, we're doing episode three. And the title of today's episode is Divine and Demonic Encounters. Divine and Demonic Encounters. So let's first define the word encounter. I'm using dictionary.com. And our definition would be a meeting with a person or thing, especially a casual, unexpected, or brief meeting. That definition again, a meeting with a person or thing, especially a casual, unexpected, or brief meeting. So all that's important, the casual, unexpected, brief. So when we use the word divine and demonic, We must think things that pertain to the spirit realm. We generally think angels, demons, things of that that, that nature. And so the scripture says that there are only two kingdoms. We know in our natural realm, we have, you know, the animal kingdom, you know, the the plant kingdom. We have all these kingdoms. But as it pertains to the spirit realm, there's two kingdoms. We got the kingdom of God. Jesus would go around and when he would preach or teach, he would say the kingdom of God has come unto you. We have the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven is the term you'll find in the book of Matthew. Um, the, The scripture also refers to it as the kingdom of his dear son, the kingdom of light. So all these terms are describing the same kingdom. And then we have the kingdom of darkness. The scripture says that he has translated us from the kingdom of darkness and that old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new or old things have become new. And so we, we understand there's two kingdoms, kingdom of darkness 
and we're going to say the kingdom of light or the kingdom of heaven. And so for there, be, there to be a spiritual encounter would now mean that there is a spirit from the spirit realm from either one of these two kingdoms and they are arranging the encounter between two individuals. We're talking about human beings. Okay. Make sure you stay with me. We have a spiritual, let's say, plotting strategy plan that was put in place for two human beings to cross paths. So let me give you one example. When we look at the life of Elijah, Elijah had this experience. He kills all the prophets of Jezebel. And his fear of the threat that comes from Jezebel, he takes off running. He eventually ends up in a cave. While in the cave, the Lord comes and speaks to him and says, I want you to anoint Elisha to be in your stead or in your room. Or another way to say it is in your office or in your place. Elisha became Elijah's replacement. In that conversation between Elijah and the Lord, what we have is a revelation of an encounter that was soon to come that was in line with God's will and God's plan. These two men must cross paths and they must meet. They must have an encounter. And in this case, it must be a divine encounter. Let's define a demonic encounter. It's really the same. It means that there is a spiritual entity, one that's associated with darkness, which would mean that this meeting, this encounter that is being strategized, that is being pulled together, this plan, is done with the intent that is not for your good. But the purpose is for these two individuals to cross paths. And so if we look at the story of Cain, God comes and gives him a warning and says, you need to really address your attitude, your mindset. Why are you wroth? Why are you angry? And he says to him that your worship or your sacrifice was rejected because you did not follow the steps. There are steps to worship. Your steps to how you are required to bring a offering to me. And because you didn't follow the rules, you did it your way. Then I could not receive your offering. So now God warns Cain and says, listen, if you don't address your mentality, your thinking, your mindset, sin crouches at the door. Now you think of crouch. That's what animals do. A, a lion or a tiger, they crouch in a position to pounce upon their prey. God said the door is closed, but through your mindset and through your thinking, you're going to allow that door to be opened. And he said, sin is crouching at the door. In Genesis 4, 7, this is what it says. If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted? I mean, if you follow the steps, the rules, the laws of worship that I explained to you, your offering will be accepted. And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door, and unto thee 
shall be his desire. Interesting. God referred to that thing at the door as a his. Unto you shall be his desire and thou shalt rule over him. God was laying really spiritual warfare down, explaining this to Cain, that through your mindset and thinking, you can allow a spiritual entity now to come in and he has a desire. He has a will. He has a plan. He has a strategy. He has a goal in mind. There is a end result of this whole plan. There's something that, that he's working towards. And if you allow your thinking to remain exactly where you are currently, you're going to end up exactly where that spirit wants you to be. But we all know that Cain did not close the door. He didn't address his mindset. He didn't change his thinking. He didn't own it. He blame shifted. It must be Abel's fault, not mine. Must be God's fault, not mine. And this is what people do. And they allow spirits to come in a spirit of influence that has a plan that has a goal and it begins to influence people in their decision making and in their actions. Cain killed his brother because of that spirit. We don't know what spirit there was. It could have been the spirit of anger, the spirit of rage, the spirit of murder. We don't know per se, but that was a demon spirit at the door that was waiting for an entrance so that he could influence Cain's behavior and thinking. We could look at the encounter between that spirit and Cain as a spiritual encounter, but that's not the definition I'm applying to today's lesson. I'm not talking about encounters with demons and encounters with angels. What we're talking about today is the encounter that they purposed in the arranging of your path crossing with someone else's path. So what we saw was the plotting, the planning. We knew his end goal was something of destruction in the life of Cain. But the encounter would have been Cain now crossing paths with his brother. And now we see the outcome of the plan of that particular spirit. His goal was to get Cain so angry that he would kill a man. And he succeeded when that encounter came about. So our definition for an encounter, a meeting with a person or thing, especially a casual, unexpected, or brief meeting. The purpose of an encounter, a spiritual encounter, these are spiritual beings that are planning the crossing of paths of two individuals. The purpose of a spiritual encounter, when it's done by God, a divine spiritual encounter, is to cross your path with a person that will either empower you or impart something to you that you need, or in the case of favor, they might grant something to you that you don't have access or rights to on your own. So that encounter becomes important. I've heard it in, in services where the prophet would get up and prophesy to people. The Lord, the Lord says divine encounters, divine encounters. And sometimes those are referring to encounters with angels. 
with the spirit beings, but that term also refers to a godly appointed meeting. As a, remember our definition, a casual, unexpected, or brief meeting. The thing about these encounters is sometimes they are so casual, they are so brief, or they might be so unexpected that we miss the moment. And they're all part of our destiny as God has set the path for our life. There's a path of prosperity. When I talk about prosperity, I'm I'm not talking about wealth. Prosperity deals with the right path. That's the path of righteousness. So when I've been on the path of righteousness, there are meeting places or points assigned by God where my path is to cross a specific individual. Elisha was scheduled by heaven, appointed by God, to cross paths with Elijah at a specific point in time. The purpose of a demonic encounter is to get your life off of the path. But if you're on the right path, then Satan will arrange a meeting point place time that you're to encounter an individual and it's to get you off track. And let me say this in the case of both a divine encounter and a demonic encounter, the purpose is not a fork in the road. A fork in the road is deciding which way to go. Do I go left to the left or do I go to the right? And then on roads, we have intersections. I can continue straight. I could turn left or I can make a right hand turn or technically you have the option to turn around and go back the way you came. But the purpose of a encounter is to send your life in a direction that was impossible without the encounter. So if you think of like two marbles, they're rolling directions in their pathway or on a, on a set course or path. Um, and when those two marbles encounter each other, they're now sent a different direction. Now, it's not always twofold. An encounter is not meant for both individuals. Sometimes it can. That meeting might change the course of both people's lives forever. But in a lot of cases, it's a, it's a one-sided experience where Elisha's life was changed. So Elisha's there working uh, in his father's field. In other words, his father's business. There was 12 yoke of oxen. That's a business. 12 yoke means 12 teams. And so when Elijah walks by, throws the mantle on him, remember, casual meeting, no big deal. Elisha immediately recognized this was a moment of encounter. Now, God had already revealed that you need to cross path with a man named Elisha. He needs to be anointed to be in your stead or in your place. I don't know what Elisha Heard, thought, believed what encounters he had, whether he had an angel make him aware that there's an encounter coming that's going to change the direction of your life. I don't, we don't know anything. The scriptures reveals nothing. But we do know that in that moment, as he encounters Elijah, he recognized that I, it's my time to go. And then what he does is he kills the oxen. 
It says that he offered them as a sacrifice. What does that mean? It means he shut the business down. He made up his mind that this is no longer an option for me. I can never come back here. So, so think of it like this. If you leave a job, sometimes we leave the option open and say, you know what? If things don't work out, I can always come back. That's not what Elisha did. By killing the oxen, he shut down the business and he started his life on a different trajectory than he would have if Elijah had never shown up. He might have just been a successful businessman in life. And so we're highlighting these stories because encounters come. And my question is, do we have the sensitivity and awareness to recognize this is a divine encounter? Let's talk about a demonic encounter. On last week, we discussed the story of Moses and the evil treasure. So Moses comes out of, of the Pharaoh's house, grown up in the palace. He now recognized the plight of the Hebrew nation. Immediately, the mindset, the, the, the anger, um, the thought of, of deliverance comes over this man, and he takes the Egyptian man and kills him. The next day, it says that Moses saw two Hebrew men fighting, striving with one another. He intervenes, and one of the men says to him, are you going to deal with me the way you dealt with that Egyptian? Moses now knows people know I killed a man. And then says, who do you think you are? A prince and a judge over us? Those words were demonically inspired. It was an attack against Moses' purpose, against his path, his path of righteousness that God had assigned for his life. So he attacks his purpose. He attacks his office. And that experience caused Moses to take off and run into the wilderness. Now, we do get this story wrong. I'm not going to take a lot of time to explain this, but we say that Moses spent 40 years in the wilderness. He did 40 years in Pharaoh's palace, 40 years in the wilderness. But the 40 years in the wilderness was not him off track. If you go back in the story, God explained to Abraham that his seed would be slaves. And he says to him that they would be slaves in a foreign land for 400 years. You can find this scripture in Genesis 15, verse 13. God said to Abraham, know of a certainty that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs and shall serve them and they shall afflict them 400 years. And what's interesting is the nation of Israel was afflicted for 430 years, not 400 years. 430 years. You can find that scripture in Exodus 12, where it says, and it came to pass at the end of the 430 years, even the selfsame day it came to pass that all the hosts of the Lord went out from the land of Egypt. So they were in bondage 430 years, which is 30 years beyond the time God told Abraham. So even though Moses spent 40 years in the wilderness, it really should have only been 10 years. So my point, that demonic encounter, encountering that man that made those comments to Moses, 
those words became evil treasure. Go back and listen to episode one and episode two as I dealt with this concept of evil treasure. That evil treasure worked on Moses. And so even though Moses was required to have a wilderness experience, we see this consistently throughout the scriptures. Jesus was driven into the wilderness. The wilderness is a very important experience. But he wasn't supposed to be there 40 years. They were only supposed to be in bondage for 100 years, which means he spent 30 years there in the wilderness that he shouldn't have been there. Why and how did that happen? It was a result of a demonic encounter. We need to have the sensitivity to recognize when there is an encounter going on and recognize is it demonic or even if it's divine. Both are critical on our journey of life. Let's talk about a divine encounter. Zacchaeus, a man that was a tax collector, climbed up in a tree as Jesus was walking by. Jesus points to him, says, Zacchaeus, today we're going to have, uh, we're going to eat together at your house. That encounter with Jesus changed Zacchaeus' life forever. The path that he was on, that encounter with Jesus sent him in a different trajectory. So now where he was dishonest and taking advantage of people because of that encounter. Remember, the purpose of the encounter is to leave you with something. It's not a casual just meeting of, hey, I met somebody in, in, you know, at the bank or I met somebody at the grocery store. We just cross paths for a brief moment or second. That's not what this is. It's a moment where spiritual entities are involved. And so there's more to our meeting than what meets the eye. In that case, Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus's life was changed forever. All the disciples had divine encounters with Jesus where they had the choice they had to make. Do I go home, return to my current life, or is my life now going to be changed forever as I start off on a new path? God has purpose for all of us to have divine encounters on our walk through life. But there's also a spiritual entity that has come to destroy what God is putting in place, trying to destroy your peace, your joy, the prosperity that God has assigned on the path that we are on. And these demonic encounters come and we find ourselves in relationships that we shouldn't be in. A demonic encounter, cross path with a man, cross path with a woman that some demonic entity came together and figured out a plan, a plot, a strategy. How do we get this woman to stumble in her life? She's on a good trajectory. She has has uh, aligned herself with the will and purpose of God. What are we going to do? We need to send someone to cross this woman's path to get her now headed in a different direction. We got this man finally on, on his knees, seeking the Lord for direction, for righteousness, getting things in order, getting his house in order. I need someone to cross his path to get him off track. Let's send somebody from high school he hasn't run into for years. Let's send the old boyfriend across her path that she hasn't seen in years. Let's hook up with a new friend at work that will begin to pull them and say, hey, come hang out with us. Well, I don't feel, really feel led to do that. 
you know, right, because it's going to change your system. It's going to change what you have in place, the rules that govern your life, that God has put in place as a safeguard. People now come to begin to tear that down because there is a demonic agenda in play. The scripture says, be not ignorant of Satan's devices. That word devices is also translated strategies. Do not be ignorant of Satan's strategies. He's going to try different methods, different ways to hinder your progress, to hinder your promotion, to hinder your ascensions. Um, as God, God is calling us up higher, it's funny as, as, as a pastor, I talk to people and they say, every time uh, I try to get my life in place, I start praying more, I'm seeking after God, then this happens and that happens. Oh, it's not by accident. That has been planned and it has been purposed by demonic spirits. And if they can't use an incident like a car accident or something breaking down, then we find uh, the, the crossing of paths of individuals with the intent of getting your life off the track that it's on. We need to have the spiritual sensitivity and awareness to recognize what is going on. This is not in my best interest. I'm leaving this alone. This encounter is not going to change the trajectory of my life. I'm staying on the path because this is the path I need to be on. On the flip side, when God is sending somebody I need to be connected to, I got to recognize in that moment is casual, but Lord, I feel your presence on this and I better not miss out on God's purpose and intent for this encounter. Thank you for joining us today. Remember to like, share and subscribe. And until next week, be blessed. You have been listening to Good Treasure Podcast Show with your Bible teacher, Darius Good. This was a Good Treasure Ministries production. Darius is the senior pastor of Bible Gospel Center and author of the books Unlocking Godly Wisdom, Fear of the Lord, David, Man of War, and the children's book series The Adventures of Rai Rai. To learn more about these books or to listen to other episodes of our podcast show, visit our website today at DariusGood.com. For more information regarding the church, visit the church's website at bgc.family. We pray that today's episode has brought revelation and enlightenment. Please like, share, and subscribe to our podcast show. And until next time, may God open unto you his good treasure. Be blessed.